Good evening, and welcome to Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern, episode 103rd, I believe, on a wonderful Sunday evening. And what a wonderful intro, thank you, Ross, for bringing back the dubstep. We all love it, and man who loves it the most, uh, MVP Graham. Hello. Hello, did Um, you enjoy that? No, I didn't. Dubstep sucks balls. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'd love a bit of dubstep. Oh, it's nice to hear that back end. Equal fan, Million Man Ian. That was the greatest intro of all time. That was perfect. That that I was oh, I was, I was explaining to Graham. I was feeling a little bit rough earlier on before we started, but that just put me right up. 104th, by the way, not 103rd, boy. Sorry, and uh, Scottish Graf Ross back. Please come in. Hello. Always 103rd. You're 100. 104th. You're 100. Uh, who knows? Who cares? Whatever dates, numbers. Who knows? Whatever, whatever's <laughs> happening is happening. We're here doing a podcast. We're going to talk news, Xbox games, things we played, things we want to play, etc., etc. Let's get into it, gentlemen. I hope you're all well. Uh, on Sunday, 8 p.m. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm I'm not quite feeling right today. So let's get right into it and see if we can perk perk those uh, those happy neurons up even further after some dubstep. And we're going to talk about some wrestling. We like a bit of wrestling here on the Xbox Tavern's Xbox Tavern. Um, and a, a new leak has uh, possibly revealed the release date of the new WWE 2K game, as well as the cover start. And you'll never see it coming. I did. I really thought when that tweet came up and you sent the tweet to us, and it was like no media found. I thought, <laughs> is, this, is this the joke, or is this something actually gone off? Yeah, I didn't realize because uh, all right, so we'll get into that. But the 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 gist of it is uh, one of the rumor person that what's his name? I'm not going to read Aggie and Marty Lumina on Twitter. Um, tweeted a cover a image of the cover art featuring the one and only Goat. Best John man in, in John, and his name is John Cena as the cover uh, athlete, sports entertainer, whatever you want to call it, for WWE 2K23, uh, which is supposedly will be coming out on March the 17th. So that's been that would have been about a year because I think was the last one last March, was it? Because obviously they had a bit of a break where you usually release yeah, it, yeah, it's around year. March because they yeah, tried so, to promote it for Mania, didn't they? Yeah, um. So we're supposed to be getting some sort of reveal on the 28th, which is the Royal Rumble, which is next this Saturday coming. Um, but at the minute, yeah, it looks like this guy sort of got in there before them and, and gone like, hey, have John Cena. And uh, I don't know if he's, I'm sure he's been on the cover of it before, but I mean, he's kind of reaching that twilight stage now. And he, so that's hopefully we'll get some sort of, uh, what they, what they call them, like showcase mode, isn't it? Yeah, have they already done? No, they're not announced the showcase one. Do you think he'll be showcased, or do you think he'll just be oh, surely, <laughs> surely, hundred percent showcase? The fact that you know, yeah, he's had so many brilliant wins over his career. You could do quite a lot with it. And, and I mean, stuff. being the cover star, I mean, Rey Mysterio was last year, and he had that working great showcase mode for going for his career. So you'd think Cena would get the same sort of treatment, especially like you said, he was so much. As much as I didn't used to like him, and I'm not really a big fan of early stuff now. Nowadays, he's much more enjoyable, uh, and that's uh, a quite. I, I mean, if as long as they get the Firefly Funhouse match in there, I mean, that, I'm, that'd be interesting. I'm happy, you know. I think you quite a lot of stuff, couldn't you? Because always Royal Rumble return, loads of two Rock Mania matches. That's comes yep. once in a lifetime. Yeah, once in a lifetime. <laughs> once in a lifetime. Um, yeah. And yeah, what's he? Sixteen-time champ. Um, yeah, um, the. Done. What's it called? The United States Championship. What's it called? Open Challenge. Open Challenge. Yeah, yep. we brought in. That was when Kevin Owens came in, wasn't it, and, and beat yep. him on this whole Nexus storyline. Can CM Punk? There's loads. He's Dr. showing Dr. up with ruthless aggression. 
Just cut angle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we need. We just need an extended Firefly Funhouse match just over his entire career. Again. <laughs> uh, just, um, yeah. Brilliant. Obviously, um, Graham's a massive John Cena fan. I know this. Great. Your opinions on John Cena being a cover athlete? Any matches you'd like to see in the showcase mode? Any uh, John Cena perks you'd like to get from this new game that's coming out? Uh, well, I need to stay true to his bloody slogan and wish I could see less of him on there. <laughs> so, you can't see me. I'd rather not see him on the game or the cover. Yeah. That's but how I... The, if you buy the Super Deluxe Edition, you get his original US title spinner belt. Comes with it. That'd be nice, you know. I'd be like, play the place, just right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right behind. <laughs> they need to do. I, I, I'm sure. Yeah, they need to do some sort of like it's extra limited edition. It's like a hundred copies, and it's literally just a blank face, like like a blank cover. Yeah, <laughs> nothing there. <laughs> yes. But you can't see him when it's in. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be many jokes about that. But again, it's supposed to be revealed on the 28th of uh, January next Saturday, uh, like a big advert will rumble. Um, the 2K appeared to be taking down all the images and tweets about it. So obviously, it must be real because they otherwise they wouldn't bother, really, would they? Um, no, they'll just shut it down, saying no, that's not the cover. Yeah. Uh, so last year's one was massively improved. I, I've, I haven't really had a chance to dig into it much since I got it just before Christmas. But you, have you been playing it in? Because I know you picked up a while ago. Yeah, I picked a while ago. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, the kind of like the customization mode was quite far and much better than previous years there's less glitches as well per se compared to other years so that's always nice the career mode got a bit stale after a while but you know hopefully they can improve on that a bit more yeah yeah have some rock dropping some things on people's heads and stuff <laughs> uh, yeah what about you ross have you played much of it the last year's one i should say i can't remember is this the first year that they came back 2022 yeah yeah, this is the one I picked up. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a like massive improvement over the ones that I've played, like the ones that you don't talk about. So, what was it 2019? I mean, those ones 2020 were, was utter shit. Yeah, so yeah. massive improvement over those ones. Uh, as you were saying, like the, the story starts off pretty good, like obviously NXT development, then you can sort of pick your brand, choose to turn uh, like face or heel. Um, but Got to be a bit repetitive, but as you were saying, like the creative mode, the showcase, really enjoyed both of them as well. Oh, yeah, like I said, I've, oh, so I yeah. enjoyed the game mode as well. Oh, brilliant. yeah, because you can have what's it, Stephanie McMahon and um, Shane Adam and, and a few other people, yeah, yeah, so you can be yourself, can't you? You can do your own gym, do your own cards yeah. and stuff, and that's always fun, yeah. So, there's lots of stuff I'd like to try, but I think, <laughs> did he die? Has he yeah. caused <laughs> I'm thinking think... about. He's thinking about something. He's, <laughs> he's, he's gone. Still, he's still he's thinking. He's still, okay. Other than that, so what, what about you, Ross? What do you think of? What do you want to see in 2K23? Let's put it that way. Just building on what's already there. Like, um, obviously, they've all got a full match selection. Maybe throw in like War Games, get that in. Um, That's a good one. I like that. Get War Games in it. Um, that's really it because all the other modes work fine. Um, the GM mode's brilliant. The creative side of it, I mean, I'm not a big fan of like how how they don't like to put shade on other companies. So like, you can't, I'll, I'll admit it, I'm not a big fan of other wrestling companies, but 
Kenny Omega's one winged angel is one of my favorite moves. And like trying to yeah. find the move set that you can find that in, it's like they hide it in the most obscure places because they don't want to like advertise other companies' wrestlers' moves. So it just everybody just pile in, everybody just love everybody. If I no, want I to have like Rainmaker followed up by a one winged angel, that's that's what I'll have. I think for me, they really need to improve the GM mode. I mean, it was quite a really nice feature, but it was quite well poor when they did it. I think they kind of were just testing the waters. I mm. think maybe we can only have singles matches, table matches. Uh, I want to say Cage or Helen and Cell, something like that, randomly. You're not going to have a Helen and Cell at every bloody SmackDown. Every SmackDown. Ends the night. That's it. Yeah, I think it was sort of ridiculous like that. I think it was like only three different matches. I said it's like the Teddy Long School of booking. You're like one-on-one yeah. in The Undertaker, in the Hell in a Cell, every SmackDown, boom. That's it. And now, that was the thing, and it was like, it only cost like 20,000 to do, but you had, you had like millions, so it's like every every, every SmackDown, like Hell in a Cell, let's do it. So I think they need to improve on that quite a bit and also make a bigger roster and only have, not only have three matches a night, actually have maybe like five or six matches a night. Yeah. And obviously you can have a bit, a bit more of a bigger roster because... Yeah, that was kind of a bit of a lackluster, especially because you got such a big roaster card of what hundred odd people. You can only really have like eight or nine in your SmackDown GM mode. It's like, what's the point? You might as well make it bigger than that way. So for yeah, me, I hope they. <clears throat> you're basically going to be AEW, where you've got like a massive roster, and like you'll see somebody one week, and then six weeks later they'll reappear because you've managed yeah, exactly. to actually work through all the people. Or they'll or someone come to you in the office like, oh, I'm not getting any matches. Please put me in a match or I'll leave. It's like, yeah. I've got like three feuds here. I can't just put you in a random feud. It just doesn't work. And it's like, oh, or I get injured, you put me too many matches. It's like, you're, you're a performer. Are you fucking going every weekend? Every match. Exactly. So yeah, that would, for me, I think they need to really need to improve that. Like I said, some of the matches they've got, they've got pretty much nailed them all. They're all there. War games would be amazing to see. But Is there anything else you can put in with well, any other mm. matches? No leather strap match. I've had that. A few yeah, I was going to you're going to start getting. You're going to start getting any like that sort of ones. Yeah, mm. the ones that like they're good for like certain feuds, but they don't have like a mainstay place no. where like you could put anybody in them. If they're planning on doing war games every Survivor Series, they have to put it in this game. I think. Yeah. Well, we'll tell them. Well, it's too early to tell if they're going to do war games every year. But I think the problem with doing that is you could like dilute war games too much you really need to have the feud to go along with like the bloodline this year that was like that was the perfect one for a, a war games mm. type thing you can't just pick like five raw five smackdown and then it can be put in the war games type idea yeah that's good yeah and less less microtransactions as well that'd be lovely yeah or like <laughs> buy this kind of thing like buy these cards to get this it's like oh fuck off just give me all at one ba- one bundle just want to play the full thing and that's it done. What about you, Gray? What do you want? Uh to be honest, I never actually had a chance. I mean, Jay gave me the, the W no, the WK game not long ago. And mm. I've only I think I've got it installed. I just haven't really properly loaded it up and played. I think the last time I played it was with a few guys anyway. And it still looks like it's a reversal pro one maybe dull back how easy it is to reverse in those games just so we have a chance of playing against jay when i ever play him yeah that's true yeah jay's it was so easy to reverse and the game just looked like a complete reversal fest 
That's because of Jay, bloody bastard. Times of perfect, <laughs> like every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, considering his button timing thing on other games is so terrible, it's just surprisingly <laughs> how bloody good he is at reversing. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, seeing as Jay's departed from his potato internet, well, we're talking about some <laughs> atomic heart and how amazing that looks. Atomic heart, go for it. Yeah, I'll let you read the blurb. So I think this is one they were showing off, um, sort of, or they were talking about the sort of what they were planning for the next gen targets for the Game Pass version. So they're aiming for a solid sixty frames per second and four K when it's in like the indoor areas, and then they'll have a dynamic resolution which will be mostly four K sixty frames per second in the open world. Now, if they can do four K sixty in the open world, well played to them. Because that'll be that's yeah, an impressive feat to pull that off. Um, the fact that like people were going in sort of expecting it to be like fourteen forty p, sixty frames per second, and the fact that they're even coming out and saying, "No, look, we think we can match this," then that's an incredible achievement if they manage to pull that off. But that was the the end. That was the goal, though, wasn't it? That everyone was going to try and achieve that. Yeah, I think I think people are realising it's a lot harder than they maybe initially thought it was going to be. Um, I know, like yeah, definitely. Witcher, for example, is that's done that's done at 4K 60. I mean, you look how optimised that game was, how long they had to work to develop from what they started off to the 4K 60 version, and even a game that's been that optimised, the ray trace version even can't lock at a 4K 30 it drips a few times so for the fact that they've got this massive open world and they've got it all locked 4K 60, hats off to them No, yeah definitely I agree, I mean people always want more don't they So, yeah. I mean, I'm never going to be fussed about it, as long as the game plays good, I'm more gameplay over graphics yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like, if if I was to pick, I would always pick like a performance mode. So I'd rather it have a comfortable like 1080p, but a solid like constant 60 frames. Um, graphics modes can be important. Like sometimes it's nice to see it and it's like best glory. But if I'm playing a game that's 40, 50, 60 hours, I'd much rather have a buttery smooth experience for the whole time than it be choppy. But then when it's Running well, it looks nice. No, yeah, it's yeah. quite. Is it February comes out? Isn't it late February? Uh, yeah, I'm sure that's it has Game Pass twenty first of February day one, doesn't it? Yes, it's now it's day one Game Pass. Yeah. So twenty first, quite late. I say maybe do Project Game Pass. Maybe that'd be March. Well, no, because it's March not going to be. No, I'm getting mixed up, aren't I? When's Redfall? No, we think Redfall's May, isn't it? Yeah, that's how I'm getting mixed up. Redfall's March, May, May, yeah. It's way for May, yeah. Redfall's May, man. It's not being confirmed, but that's when we're everybody's expecting it to drop at the developer underscore direct. So, so God knows whenever that's going to be, but hopefully, we get to see a bit more. Do you think we'll get to see more of Atomic Heart on the 25th? Surely, if it's coming out in Feb, they probably want to, yeah. You'd think they would start putting out a bit more, even if they give you like a wee sort of bit of the game, obviously, a final gameplay trailer. Yeah, oh, yeah, like true. Going it, playing it in the game. Yeah, I think you could yeah. probably see more, like maybe like a cutscene or with a couple of gameplay bits, or maybe even like an actual proper gameplay where they're just like yeah. five minutes. Of, That's what I was thinking. Even like, it just shows you like the the opening like five minutes, or even a random middle bit five minutes, so you're no spoiling how it opens up and things like that. So, no. yeah, 
for the gun, gunplay and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. But instead of talking about uh, a game we're looking forward to, we have to revert back and talk about a game that has fell flat on its face, much like most of the games in this sort of ilk. And it's shown that the final update for Marvel's Avengers will be coming on the thirty-first of March, and then the game will end completely on September the thirtieth, twenty twenty-three. So, anybody was... upset about this? Nope. No, <laughs> no <laughs> it was such a dreadful game. I just yeah. It was a shame. It looked great, but it's just the story was all right. But the way they've done the multiplayer bit was just such a dirge of a game. Yeah, it was one of these things. Like I think, I think, well, the Marvel fan and me was sort of thinking this could be like the big full blown up version of like an Ultimate Alliance game where you pick your team, you've got you go out and do missions. It's beautiful, beautiful cinematics. It's an open story. And it was I. I struggled to play it so much. Opening the game with Miss Mar- uh, Marvel was a terrible decision for a start yeah. off. Like if you want to drag Avengers fans into it, you start like obviously you do the first wee part on the bridge, but the main part once you get into the story is you start as Miss Marvel and you're just like really not thought. Yeah, that bit, not I didn't even mind that not, bit. I didn't even mind that bit. It's just you. You wanted to obviously drag people in and doing it on somebody who, let's be honest, not a lot of folk will know who Miss Marvel is. That is true. That's yeah, I didn't really terrib- know until I started the game. It's a terrible way to start it, and that for me was like it was just a downward slope after that. Yeah, yeah. I like really like I say I never even knew about Miss Marvel until they actually started this game. I'm like, who the fuck is this character? I had to Google. <laughs> oh, okay, it's her. Like. Okay then. Yeah. Is there anything noteworthy? No. No, she okay, got really big fists, slams down on stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit stretchy, like Mr. Plastic. Yeah. It's, a hand it's, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a ripoff version of Mr. Fantastic or Plastic Man at DC. Fantastic. That's yeah. Good way to start your big game that you're looking forward to. So I don't <laughs> think I think more and more games are going to need to realise that. This sort of games with a service idea has to be properly supported from like it needs to hit the ground running, and then after that, they really need to make sure that they're keeping up to date with it and making it worthwhile for people to constantly keep going. And I think it sort of pays maybe show my fanboy side here, but it's a tip of the cap to Bethesda for everything they've done with Fallout 76. Came out as a disaster, but they've worked on it and they've actually managed to get a constant fan base that are diehard Fallout 76 fans. And that game has, what, five years down the line now? Yeah, it must be still... close to that. It's been a while. And it's got massive support. Um, so that shows that it can be done. Same with games to an extent like Destiny. But then on the flip side, you've got games like Anthem, which again died a painful death. So I think with Fallout 76, they quickly changed and quickly put things Yeah, out. they pivoted. They realized that the big open world with nothing in it, it was like shit. This only that would only work if you had constant people online all the time to do all the missions. Yeah. Then they realized that's not going to be the case. And done the Wastelanders update, which introduced all the NPCs, made the world have like more populated and that's when it then got like a second upturn 
and mm-hmm. ever since then they've just added to it with like different uh, events, different DLCs, different um, things that you can unlock. So fair plays to them for doing it, but it, it just goes to show if you want to take this type of game, you need to be switched on in regards to having a proper roadmap that you can execute. No, I agree, and yeah, better storyline as well. Well, yeah, there needs to be, like I said, constant single-player updates, multiplayer updates, better multiplayer as well. Um, from what I understand, the multiplayer side of it wasn't particularly good either. No, and matchmaking was dreadful as well, apparently. Yeah, so the matchmaking, and was it not just like drop-in missions? It wasn't like it was constant multiplayer? Yeah, I think I vaguely remember hearing that. I vaguely remember, I remember, I remember, no, I can't remember now. I was going to say, I vaguely remember one point where you kept having to drop out after each mission and go back in if you wanted to, you couldn't yeah. see one seamless flow. So, fingers crossed that games going forward realise that, oh! Hello, everybody. Games going forward will realise that uh, we will hold them to a higher standard, otherwise you'll end up in the Anthem Marvel pile and you need to get good. But to be honest, I'm kind of glad it's going because I can't be a fuck about it. Yeah, and hopefully then not having an Avengers game on the market means that we might actually get better Marvel-type games in the future. I learn from their mistakes. You can hope. You can hope, yeah. Hope and dream. I think think G dropped out for the Marvel question just to come back for this next topic. (laughs) If only. (laughs) Fucking virgin media, eh? I went on the thing, it doesn't matter, but it's like, there's no issues. There is a fucking issue. Nothing's working, you bastard. Well, you're back on, though, so there's no issues. Do you have any any thoughts on Atomic Heart before we'd go on to... Um, I'm looking forward to playing it. I didn't realise it was that so soon. Yeah. But... Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it, and I'm not really bothered about the 4K 60, whatever. As long as it doesn't run like shit, I don't really care and give it a go because it's quite funny by looks of it, from what I remember, right? Do you think we'll see anything about it on Wednesday? Hmm, possibly because they've already announced the release date, so there's not really anything like that. So maybe maybe there'll just be like a a hype trailer or something, and coming in two weeks or three weeks, whatever. Um, but yeah, possibly, but nothing major. I would have thought. Anything on Marvel? I don't give a shit. No, not sure I could that care is less. the correct answer. <laughs> and then next story, Quantum Leap. Well, we don't need to talk about that. We can just move on. Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap. <laughs> don't tease exactly. me like that. Exactly. Um, yeah, Quantum so, so, Leap. Do you want to carry on? Or do you want me to... No, no, you continue on. I fell off a cliff at this game because it wasn't Alan Wake. And I no, I didn't like this it. This game is fucking brilliant. What are you on about, you two? It's not Alan Wake. Right down. It's not Alan no, Wake. it's still no. brilliant. I think it was such a perfectly driven game that you had a nice proper gameplay game. Gameplay game? Where you have proper <laughs> gameplay and you're doing shooting fight and then you have like a sort of like a world's interactive moment for like 30, 40 minutes where you get to pick and choose your own adventure. It's fucking fantastic. More games should do it. Fuck you. I can't remember the actor's name. I always remember him as a Iceman. That's the only thing I can ever think of as. Yeah, I know what you're doing about. Well, the other one was a, a Hobbit, wasn't he? The one that's in there. Uh, yeah, the Charlie from The Lost, isn't it? One of them. Yeah. Is that right? Which one? I don't know. Yeah, he's a Hobbit. Um, so Sean Ashmore is, is the main Sean one. Ashmore, that's Iceman, yeah. Yeah, and so then, yeah, whoever was the the Hobbit guy. Um, yeah, I, I tried it because Ian kept banging on about it, but um, it was more that I don't really like remedy games. I guess as we've spoke about before, so I just didn't go with it. But 
Um, the whole thing of this kicked off with uh, Jez Corden from Windows Central saying, bring back Quantum Break. And then he, Sean Ashmore was like, yes, please. And then Sam Lake <laughs> from, from um, uh, Remedy, like the Max Payne face. Um, he was he was like, I love you, Sean, Sean R. Ashmore. Um, and now uh, there was a lot of stuff over, online over the weekend saying, you know what, Quantum Break isn't actually as bad as everyone said. I mean, they're wrong. They're wrong. But no, they, they, they do money. nothing. Oh, we're going <laughs> to fall out, Jay. Especially after the game I played for you. I know, I'm looking forward to getting to that part later on. But yeah, so I mean, I, I highly doubt they're, they're going to be bringing it back in time soon because they've got Alan Wake 2 on the go and they've got uh, some Bond game as well, haven't they? Get on the go. Is that them or is that? No, that's IO in it. Sorry. That's IO. That's my I'm sure Remedy have got another game going on. It's Alan Wake 2, isn't it? Oh, Control 2 as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, so they got they got a few things going on. But, um, yeah, we'll see from that one. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm all in a fluster because of my uh, internet shit in the bed. Next one, quick hit. Suicide Squad. We'll have a battle pass limited to cosmetics. I don't know if you saw the leaked image over the weekend. I think I'll show I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't mind um, if it's just cosmetics. If it's just cosmetics, yeah. I mean, it, the, my problem with <laughs> the actual image itself was... It looked very much like games as a service. So it looked like yes. uh, Avengers and and Division. And I mean, I'm not especially interested anyway. But that immediately sort of dampened yeah, any soon, hype. As soon as I seen the words like games as a service, like even attached to that screenshot, I was like, nope, that's me. Yeah. I'm out. Don't need to see anything about this. But I am now. I'm still. I'm still willing to give it a go because I like the idea, like the bad superheroes. Yeah. I like the injustice yeah. storyline type idea. I know it's not injustice, but. Superheroes go rogue. I like that idea. Sort of bringing it back to the first story. The only reason I was even remotely interested, really, was because Samoa Joe's playing the shark goot, shark dude, whatever his name is. Shit, seriously? Yeah, he's doing, doing the voice. I was like, I mean, Samoa Joe's a man, so I'll play. Yeah, I'll play I'm, I'm this, definitely but, in there. Um, <laughs> Did you just say Samoa Joe's a man? The man. The man. The man. So Samoa Joe's a man. It's like, I don't know. Samoa Joe is a professional wrestler. <laughs> A damn right, right. that's like a dad comment. That is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's that man from the from the, the, the graphs, the, yeah. Um, isn't he from yeah, Fiji? The... <laughs> 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 I don't know, but he's uh, we don't need to get into it. We talk about wrestling all day long, our boys. Um, and yeah, another quick hit story if everyone's all right with that one is that Def- Destruction All Stars developer Lucy Games is working with Rare on CFD's content. I know none of us particularly interested in Sea of Thieves, but the sort of twist of this is that um, Lucy Games created Destruction All Stars, which was a PS5 launch game exclusive. They worked with Sony on several other games, uh, including a Ruben like, um, Twisted Metal game that they're working on. And now they're sort of, because they're not officially part of Sony, they're now working with Xbox and Sea of Thieves, and, and apparently they've been doing it for some time. Uh, there's no details on what they're doing, but it's interesting that they're sort of playing both sides, perhaps seeing where. This Their bread may be like, buttered. This is basically the small-time version of the Kojima. Oh, my God, yeah. how could you yeah. work on X- PlayStation and then X? Oh, my God. Effectively, yeah. yeah. How um, dare so... you, an independent contractor who develops video games, work for one particular company? Yeah, I mean, I didn't look into the comments on their Twitter announcement, but I'm sure it was full of oh, PlayStation fans and Xbox fans being so kind to everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so we'll see what, what that brings us. I mean, Sea of Thieves is still going strong after... Five, six years at this point. Um, thank you, Baden. <laughs> exactly, Ian. Fucking fuck boats represent. <laughs> uh, not, not that kind of fuck boat. Um, so, yeah, see so, yes, We'll see what happens. Uh, I know our, our former tavern contributor, DJ Redcap, is a massive, massive CFC fan. So I'm sure this would rustle his jimmies a bit more. But 
um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what this what this brings up. Perhaps we'll get some more Sea of Thieves news uh, on Wednesday, like you said, for the showcase. Sorry, developer yeah. underscore Fun. direct. Um, so yeah, get cool. Cold, get cold shakes or anything about Sea of Thieves and boats. I think Jeepley stranded deep. Yes. Yeah, you, you weren't here, were you, last week? Um, I, I don't know if you heard or not. I played a bit stranded deep. Let me guess, what? like five minutes? I think I made it ten before I was like, no, I'm not doing You think you're failing? I, I, no, I, I, I sailed. Well, I didn't finish your tutorial, but I got on the dinghy and I thought, I'll just go out to walk up to sea and see what happens. And I looked in the water and there's some sharks from around the big whale no. float, floating along the top of the water somehow. And I was like, no, I'm done. I'm out. No, Goodbye. Feel that. I'm Goodbye. Gone. That's enough for me. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, has anyone else got any other news stories they've seen this week? Um, I, That's about it. I've seen. I, I, think, guess, I think it's been a quite a week waiting for Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah obviously, yeah, yeah. We've got the showcase on uh, Wednesday the twenty fifth at eight pm. Ish. Not dotish on the dot. I, I, no, they, well, they yeah, we'll be on the dot. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe we missed that one last week. Um, and uh, I don't know if you guys saw the layoffs at Microsoft last yeah. Friday, Thursday, I, Friday, Friday. including yeah. in, some. Um, Xbox sort of side of things from Bethesda and 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 three four three and stuff like that, and a lot of people were getting up, upset about Halo being not obviously in the best position, and then they're laying off people and people like Joseph Staten are leaving, and they put out a statement. I'm just gonna I saved it earlier on just for my reference because it's much easier. They say uh, Halo and Master Chief are here to stay. Three four Industries will continue to develop Halo now and in the future including epic stories, multiplayer, and more of what makes Halo great. That's from Pierre Hintz, uh, the studio head. Um, but I think a lot of people, including, I'm sure, was it Windows Central and a few other sites were putting up big op-eds like um, it, Staten's leaving, they fired a, a bunch of other people from, from it as part of the layoffs. But Halo's still not fixed or not in a place it should be. And then they're like, no, it is, it will be, don't worry, I promise. Don't worry, Halo's still, still coming out strong. There's no other information, so who knows what they've got actually in the pipeline. But yeah, so we'll see what happens with Halo down the line. I very much doubt we'll get anything about that on Wednesday, but we are getting stuff about Redfall, um, Forza, Mi- Minecraft Legends, and Elder Scrolls Online, which is obviously good for, for most Ooh. of us. And hopefully stuff. a few extra surprises, yeah. There's Have they said how long it'll be? I assume 90 minutes. 90 minutes, I would say. Yeah. So we should get some good deep dives, especially on Redfall, like we said, hopefully ending the show and giving us a proper release date. Um, confirming the rumoured May, was it May 2nd they rumoured it to be, something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll either discuss that on Wednesday or discuss that next week on our Xbox Tavern, Xpod Tavern episode 150, and this is 104th, not 103rd, as I said at the top. Yep. But for now, Ross... Are we going to do, do drinking games on Wednesday? We <laughs> well, we, we, yeah, we'll discuss that afterwards. She's going to be drinking lame soup by the looks of it. I know, I'm going to have to, I think. Um, Ross, <laughs> while we get ready for Wednesday, and for the, good, for the, um, for the huge, huge load of news that's going to be dropping all over us, can you please plug me in, in preparation? I shall indeed. So I'm going to start off with something different, and we have a giveaway. We actually have two giveaways. Um, one giveaway with two codes, to be fair. Um, so we've got a giveaway to celebrate the launch of We Were Here video game. Um, so if you want to enter, if you can go and follow us over on Twitter, and if you would tag your co-op partner once you've followed us uh, down below under the post, and then we will announce the winners of the draw on the 31st of January. Um, there's a wee video link on to YouTube as well to give you a wee idea of the trailer, and if it looks like your cup of tea, 
jump into the competition and you may find yourself a lucky winner. You should, you uh, should definitely enter that competition because it's a fantastic game. And um, yeah, we'll have an opinion of the Xbox version soon, but our PC review is up now. Sorry, Ross, the button. Um, go check out me and Graham played it. We loved it. Um, and there's two sets of two codes. So there's effectively four, ah, four winners. Four gonna codes. Win. So, yeah, ah, so see. we're giving away a pair to one person and a pair to another person. Then uh, obviously they can then share, share with their your friends. Um, I see. Yeah, so go check that out because it comes out on the 30th, I believe. So go for that. And carry on with the plug-in, please. You're welcome. Uh, insert coin. So Xbox Tavern 23 can be used for £5 off orders over £50. Um, long-time sort of fans of the website have been giving us support for quite a while now. Um, Ian, you repping the you repping the goods? Greencast ready for the win. I've got yeah. the hat on. I think I've got a t-shirt on, but I'm not... I've got one on as well, but it's currently fucking frozen. Yeah, it's <laughs> so I'm, I'm not showing what I'm representing from. We're all representing. Um, socials run all on the bottom of the screen. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, um, TikTok, wherever it may be, you will find videos, um, you'll find posts, various different things. Written reviews, G will have a nice little list of reviews going up on the site later on in the show. You can find them all at xboxtavern.com. Podcasts, Apple and Spotify are the two main places to get us, so if you can jump over there, leave a little review. Five stars would be greatly appreciated, and a wee comment underneath, whether it be to answer the question that we've got in the show, what we could do better on the podcast, what you think is good about the podcast, any little wee input would be fantastic. And last but by no means least, our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash Xbox Tavern. If you want to support us all with your hard-earned cash, that would be greatly appreciated. There is going to be quite a bit more content going up on them starting possibly this week with a post-show little blurb Rambles. that we might be doing <laughs> that will be going up every week after the show. So jump over there, see what we sort of waffle on about after the show that's not Xbox related and usually just some sort of wrestling, arcade, whatever it may be, talk. Um, you'll find that over at patreon.com forward slash Xbox Tavern. Thank you very much. Yes, so go check that out. Any support you can give us would be tremendous. We'd love it. Um, and even, yeah, again, just send the website and the Patreon and anything would be wonderful. Thank you very much. Right, gentlemen, we've got a question of the week. I don't know who this come from. So, um, special guest Pete, perhaps? Um, made me think for quite a while um yeah it's quite a good one and i would like to get your opinions on this so what game would you like to see a spin-off title for so i'm going to go with ross first because he's put a pretty decent one if it it was special guest peter who asked it um he'd be very happy with this so (laughs) what title would you like to see a spin-off for and what kind of thing would you like to see so I'd like to see a spin-off for Mass Effect um, and not have it like Andromeda, which is a set of new characters in regards to like a different storyline like that. But even if it's just like a smaller 20-hour 20, 20 game type idea that you could do for all the different races, but specifically the one that caught my mind the most was like a 20-hour version of like the playing as the Turians during the First Contact War, so the big war with humans and everything that happened in that, having like a condensed... 100 mile an hour type Mass Effect 3 Reaper type idea where every mission that you play is just like to the go, no sort of lull time idea. Um, just to give you an idea of the backstory of how they view humans instead of everything being through sort of the human eyes and then your squad mates are the wee side parts actually have you as like a Krogan, a Turing general type idea and seeing how the world that you get to play in is eventually developed. 
That could be all right. I'd like to see other kind of spin-offs from Mass Effect, like a like a Volus version of the Quop game. <laughs> Volus. I can, I, can you imagine how long it would take to get from one side of the map to the other? You'd have to have it as like a 2D platformer. <laughs> I'd like to see like a sports game with Volus. Yeah, that's all you'd be able to have. It'd have to be like table tennis, just... <laughs> not being able to move so anything that requires them to move like more than 10 yards either side just like, oh, waddling around I'm done, I cannot in any way shape or form go any further <laughs> yeah. so I suppose in theory you could have a, a few short ones like, can you? like you said, the Volus and, and the Turin and what's the other war between the, the Geth and the oh, uh, yeah, you could have like little side stories, kind of like it sort of reminded me of like the Assassin's Creed like Chronicle games. They were just short little ones where they sort of complement the other games going around. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool, and it'd be nice to have a decent Mass Effect game for a while. Oh, the first time in a while, you know. Oh. So, uh, Legendary yeah. Edition. <clears throat> well, yeah, but that's the same games again, though, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That would be a nice. Little, one, uh, oh, that one with the race that has to explain their emotion before they talk. The Hannah. They don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, aren't they the jellyfish ones? Yeah, that's the hammer. Yeah. Oh, no, no, there's the another Elcor. one that goes disappointed. Yeah, John Cena is on the WWE wrestling game. Do, 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 do. Yeah, big elephant tanks. Nice. Well, Graham, what about yourself? What would you like to see a spin-off title for? And what would that spin-off title be? Oh, as I just can't let it go, and it's one of my favourite games of all time, I just like to see a spin-off of the, the Guardian Heroes old school game from the Saturn that got redone up or brought back onto the Xbox. But that game just had so much potential and such great music and great characters that they could have just done so much with it to sort of bring some lore into it, bring some story into it and spin off because all the characters, like they're all unique and you just like to see how they managed to band together. It just would have been awesome to see sort of spin off stories of them separately to see how they all came together and then obviously the best spin-off story would just be how the golden warrior came about being yes he's one of the greatest characters ever Goldie. yes yes um i, I imagine we could, it could be like you said like a, maybe like a no like a more expansive rpg as opposed to a 2d fighter that we got in a minute that doesn't mean it's like the world is your oyster with the games nowadays but it's just it was so fun that and the characters just had so much that you could have just i mean i think you could even they were like one of the first games that had battle rules of like like eight different people at a time for the sega Saturn. it was like on one one screen it was kind of mad and yeah just to see or just i mean i know they did i think they did a game on the game boy advance i think it was that was a bit there but i'd rather see a, a sort of a decent spin-off with what they can do nowadays to sort of really let rip and produce something awesome from it would have been nice i suppose it would have helped if that publisher still going i don't even know if someone took them over or if they're even still running um let me have a quick look who it was because i'm sure we've asked this question many times but ian and ross have you played guardian heroes at all nope not not in the slightest my type of game it's like a it's almost as good as streets of rage almost yes Almost. Um, so treasure, treasure still around. I think treasure might still be around, possibly. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it would be good to see some sort of revamp or re redo and then like you said, expand it more. Um yeah. and see more stuff from, from Goldie and all the ten ton of heroes. Because there's quite a lot of characters, isn't it, you can unlock to play as. There was yeah, a ton. Not, not that you could play as. There's you can play as I think about five or six to start off with. Mm. And then you can unlock one extra one to play as uh it, that was the confusing one. Similar in the way that they did with Burning Ranger, they spelt the name wrong inside the, the instruction book. Yeah. A lead or read, whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was either called Selena or Serena, depending on what was on the screen or what was in the instruction book. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good old uh, early days translations in the manuals. That's it. It's printed <laughs> now. No change in it. Oh. But what is it? What's the correct one? Yes. I'm impressed you remembered the Burning Rangers one. That, that makes my heart flutter. Um, <laughs> Ian, have you got one or have you want a bit more time to think while I give my answer? You're still on mute, by the way. Still muted. Thank you. I was thinking maybe something like, I don't know, maybe something like Gears, but in the Telltale kind of you way. You son of a bitch. Jokes <laughs> 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 aside, maybe any game with the Telltale's kind of way. But also I was thinking maybe, are you saying spin-off as in like a different style of game, super game you like? Yeah. Yeah, just the game where you like the story yeah. or the lore for that you'd like to see Except done. I can go way. if you'd like, and you can have a bit of thinking time. Yeah, go on, go again. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you, you literally just said it, but I, <laughs> I love, I love the Gears of War games, obviously, and I love the, I love the, the world building and the story and stuff. I couldn't tell you much about it because it's been too long since I played it, but I'd like to see something like that, like give it a bit more of a mature Telltale style, you know, choose your own adventure style, a, you know, game from that world like they did with Tales from Borderlands. So have not necessarily Marcus, but maybe some of the other side characters like Ty or um, even Dom or or someone like that, and just have a, a side story where they sort of follow the adventures that lead into the first game or lead into where Marcus was in prison at the, at the start of the first game, you know, how he got there and uh, and and what the other characters were doing at that time, things like that. Um, I would quite I think that'd be quite entertaining to to experience that sort of world and law from a different perspective because I know they had the uh, was it Gears Tactics, which I haven't played much of yet, which sort of explored other characters by Ross. Um, <laughs> but maybe he's got Virgin Media too. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see a bit more, a bit more from from that world in a different, different setting. Because, like I said, I do enjoy the Gears of War story and and lore and characters and stuff. And it kind of gets a bit lost in the action, I find sometimes. Whereas if you that's literally all you're doing, it might be they might have a chance to sort of flesh it out a bit more. Um, yeah, like you said though, I mean, even a Halo one or, or a fucking Dishonored, Dishonored, yeah, anything like that really. But I think Gears of War would be, if I had to pick one, that would be my sort of go-to one. Um, yeah, Maybe Ian Shiver then having the thoughts of bloody Dom in the Kenny role of the freaking Telltale <laughs> games. Like, oh god, you can't Who get rid of kill, Dom or Kenny or Kenny just Ugh. coming back. <laughs> Kenny yeah. crosses over. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah, that's what they should have done. Just had him as like a cameo in every single game, just to wind Ooh. you up. I mean, if you play, we'll get into it. But have you played many more new tales from the Borderlands yet? I haven't yet. No. Oh, you're gonna wait till you find him in there. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't go to that. To me. I want to buy the game, so how can I finish it? No, <laughs> I will do that. Uh, um, anyway, sorry. Ian, any titles you can think? Yeah, of? Yeah, so like I was thinking. Have... Like I said that kind of idea. I do like that kind of. Um, Tales home, but for me, I'll probably pick something like Titanfall because mm. they've made such a big universe, especially with Apex Legends, how they've broadened that universe open. Yeah. It'd be nice to get back the Telltale franchise. Um, 
If not, if it gets called a spin-off, but a combined two games, my favourites would be Dishonored and Hitman. So maybe like Hitman, the start of Dishonored, or other way around, a first-person yeah. Hitman, that'd be quite fun to do. It'd be yeah. very different, because like, I'd be a bit like more like Deus Ex style of thing, where you yeah. know, do it more first-person. But I think I'm going to steal your Telltale style, but go with Titanfall instead. Yeah. I yeah, think that's the, a good... Quite I sure that is. Yeah, cause I think that whole universe is mad. so many different characters, especially with the Apex Legend games in it. And obviously, you can bring the Titans in. I think it'd be a good fun of like maybe going in the Titan. Even did it tells the Borderlands style, where it's the comedian. I can imagine that'd be quite funny. Yeah, that'd be yeah, awesome. Like something comes flying down from the sky. It's actually like a little figurine or something. And they're like, what? <laughs> um, Opens up. So yeah, I I did think going off what you said about uh, dishonor. Um, yeah, dishonored. I was like, actually, you know, I'd quite like to see like a multiplayer Dishonored or something. Ooh. And I was like, we're getting that in fucking record in like a couple of months. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You sort of get that similar, already, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's no, a Not enough stealth for Graham's playing. And, yeah. Well, obviously not, no. Or me. Um, but yeah, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be good to see some more Titanfall lore, especially because the, the story of the second one's quite good. Again, I don't remember a lot of it because it's been fucking many years since I played it, but, no, but it was quite well renowned. Yeah. That's it. I think maybe that, or like, obviously, you can incorporate the Apex games into it. I think you get quite a lot of like different stories from it. So, for me, that's what I'm going. I'm going to steal your Telltales, but go Apex Legends. Nice, nice. Uh, some good choices. Thank you, whoever asked that question, whether it's especially as Pete or Dan or someone else in the uh, in the Discord. Um, if you've got any questions for us, hit us up Twitter, Discord, in the comments, what have you. Only fans. Only fans. Let us know. Um, and we'll, we'll answer them and read them out next week. Again, it could be anything. that not have to be gaming related. Just whatever you fancy asking us. Ask away. Um, and speaking of asking away, I'm praying to Phil Spencer that somebody has played Deathloop this week other than me because obviously I haven't played it. I'll finish it now. I'll talk about it. It's far too long last week. Has anybody else played some more Deathloop, please? So I downloaded it. I did the first cutscene. <laughs> and then I had to go away somewhere and I'll come back to it. Right, so it ends down it basically. Graham, have you played anymore? Yeah, I know. I literally, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do. I'm probably gonna play. And I got something came up. I had to go. I was like, oh, for God's sake! Yeah, yeah. I got into it. I played it probably about uh, an hour to two hours of it earlier. And yeah, it's obviously it flits around a bit. You have to keep going back to basically swap it around. But yeah, I can see the, the kind of fun in it and how the the interaction with that Juliana trying to wind him up all the time. Yeah, yeah. I do really want to play because it sounds like so much fun. It's just fucking time. I'm old and time. It's, it it's is so good. It's so clever, and and like he's like obviously Graham's going to enjoy it. I think because you don't have to try and do stuff. You can just go in and get the big fucking machine. Oh, gun don't worry, I didn't. Just... <laughs> 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 it even keeps saying, you know, if you do go gun ho prepare, it might alert others. So that bring them on. <laughs> Fire them. <laughs> I think. They give you enough tools to deal with it, though, didn't they? Have you got any of the, the powers, yet, any of the slabs or anything? I suppose you probably uh, have Only the one with the dash bit that you get from killing Juliana the first time. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, You yeah. find something in the safe. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've got a little dash with it. Yeah. So that, that, was my, uh, that was my go-to one. That the, I think it's called Shift in this game and Aether, which yes. like, turns Shift. you invisible. Um, they were my two go-to ones. But you'll, I think you'll enjoy... Was it Kinesis, where you, you literally... It's like almost like telekinesis. You pick them up, and then once you upgrade it to a certain point, you can slam them down and make everyone around them sort of explode. Um, okay. And there, there's another one that you can link the people together, and then if you kill one, then everybody dies at the same. So if you link like three or four people, you headshot one, and everybody just collapses dead. Um, oh. 
so that's sort of more mm. your up your street i think but you'll you'll find more as you, as you kill the different uh visionaries you get the different upgrades and they, they do took, i think they took that one straight out of borderlands that's a borderlands yeah. skill yeah i think that's also in dishonored that particular one i don't yeah. it's not all the same but yeah that, that similar power is, is in that um so yeah so definitely go looking for them i can't remember who holds them but yeah definitely want to go looking for them too at least no. Happily dabbling. I had to stop a bit because the girls were watching. There were some gruesome machete kills, which I couldn't really let them keep seeing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not like overtly violent, is it? But when you <laughs> well, grab their head and twist a couple it of the face head rips, and like... <laughs> head decapitations, yeah. and gruesome like proper psychos stabs yeah. in the gut. <laughs> yeah, maybe they, they they can't be watching this. <laughs> yeah, not, not really child appropriate, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing you play a bit more, and hopefully Ian and Ross will get into it at some point. Um, definitely, I think if I had played it properly last year, it would have been in my game of the year, if not maybe possibly the top game of the year. I'm not sure. Um, it was it was fucking tremendous, but we get around to it in time. So yeah, we'll play that. Obviously, that is for Project Game Pass. I forgot to explain at the top, but we pick a game from Game Pass every month. We play it. We talk about it in theory, and then we give it a rating, and then we move on to the next game next month. We've got one more week roughly. We're going to pick a new game next week uh, to do for February. So any suggestions from you out there, hit us up. If any anything you'd like to see us play, be it multiplayer or single player or what have you. Um, if not, we'll just uh, figure out something amongst ourselves and we'll go from there. But speaking of games we've been playing, obviously Graham's been playing a bit definitely. We'll sort of like mix it up here. We'll we'll, we'll go one by one, do a, do a game and then move on and, and sort of keep it a bit free-flowing, as it were. So Ian, I want to hear you talk about, I'm going to say the best of the last, Wolfenstein New Order. Yeah. Why have you been playing that? Why have we been playing that? Well, I just want to test my PC out a bit, and I thought I'll give Wolfenstein the order. Um, I love the Wolfenstein franchise, so I thought, you know, I'm going to go through them all a bit and try again because I never played the sisters ones. What's it called? Young Blood, New Blood, new, Young Blood, New Blood. Which I can't remember. New Blood is uh, sorry, New Blood is the sequel, I think. Uh, but yeah, Young Young Blood is the the co-op one. I thought Old Blood was a sequel. I don't know. Old, Old Blood is the spin-off. Yeah, the, the names are a bit fucking crazy, but the game. <laughs> yeah, is exactly. So I thought I want to play the system. So I want to play for the whole games again. And I thought I've got. To, I want to test my PC out a bit more as well. So, so I thought I'd give it a go. And I thought, you know, why not? I do love the whole Wolfenstein franchise. And I want to just kind of play for it again. Kill some Nazi scum. Yeah. So again, I think it's probably one of the first games I ever played as a youngster. The Wolfside 3D. Um, so I thought, you know, give it a try. It's it's still as good and still graphically be- looking good, beautiful these days. Maybe because I've wrapped up the graphics on my PC, but even so, it's still from the games you see these year, these days to then, it's still actually a pretty damn visually look good looking game, and it actually holds its own in fun gunplay combat. And again, Graham's favorite, you can do stealth as well. So, oh yeah! So if you ever did want to do a couple of stealth bits here and there. Take out a few Nazi scum. That's always fun. That's, that's the only way to do it. I find is go in, take a few out, and then once you get spotted, that's when the fucking oh yeah, the go go games play, come yeah. out and you just go crazy. Uh, you have, you've played this before, right? You're just tech, yeah. testing your computer. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I love the the new blood and new order and old blood and young uh, young blood wasn't so good, but yeah, I love this sort of re re uh, vamp of the series that they did over the last decade. I think it's no, definitely. And that's it. I wanted to kind of play the ones with the sisters. I thought I'll give the other ones a go first and then go on to that. So I just started playing it, and obviously I thought, I'll give it a quick go, but I haven't put it down yet. I was playing it, I'm playing it. About three quarters of the way through the game now, So I was because like, I've played it first, so I know exactly where I am. Roughly where I am. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, it's getting good again. So yeah. yeah. And, and it's not? like we were just talking about in our question, like 
game worlds with decent stories and that i was surprised how much i enjoyed what was like the, the cutscenes and, and the tale and i got quite invested row it's mainly about blowing the shit out of nazis it's quite an interesting story and, and setup as well um, yeah so yeah so maybe that could be a good telltale uh spin-off type thing as well <laughs> that would be actually quite interesting yeah even if you did like other characters like even if she's like a nazi who doesn't want to be a nazi yeah. that could be quite interesting the way you can do a storyline there yeah, so, so, yeah. yeah so great great uh great game uh, hopefully you continue to play it and play the rest of them hopefully ross you must play it because i think you'd love it it's fucking brilliant i've played that one. oh no i've oh, played yeah. that one yeah there's like oh, the yeah. scene on the train uh we're like i can't remember what name was it was it frau and you're like i know i'm yeah. not allowed to grab it and i know if i do grab it i'm getting my ass handed to me but the temptation to grab it is just a little bit too much yeah, it's 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 so surprising how how they sort of revamped it and and including moments like that with sort of choice and consequence and yeah, fucking brilliant. Um, and then what but, what was what's the one in it that's got the uh, it's got like the actors that come in for Hitler. There's like a group uh, of actors that yeah. come in for any Hitler. I can't remember which one that is though. I know, yeah, I know what you mean. I can't remember which. Yeah. I think that might just, be the sequel. Just one. some of, some of the scenes in them are just fantastic. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Great, you definitely love it. You don't, you don't love stealth. You love blowing shit up. I mean, but you Wolf still can blow is about shit up. as yeah, yeah, is 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 the blow shit up game of all games. Really, it's uh yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Um, but Ross, yes, you obviously haven't been playing Wolfenstein. What have you been playing? What about PJ Tour? That so, sounds interesting. I'm <laughs> yeah, so no, I've I've been a fan of the sort of two K that's got it now, but it was sort of the golf club type idea. Um. Mm which was sort of the indie group that was doing it first. Um, and now 2K have sort of picked up. You still use a very similar game engine, but they've obviously made it much bigger in regards to the amount of pros that are in it, the amount of uh, uh, courses that are in it. The reason that I actually jumped into it is because EA have announced that they're going to be bringing back out their sort of golf game, which was always the ones I grew up of. So it was Tiger Woods PGA or EA Sports PGA, whatever yeah. it was called. Um, so that was the ones I always grew up with. I always was a massive fan of them, and now EA are sort of bringing it back, and it looks like it's had a complete rework for the ground up, and they, they really want to make it... I suppose EA and 2K with a rivalry with different things in it, but they want to make it the sort of premier golf game. So I thought I might as well jump into this one, see what it's like, see how much it's sort of varied away from what the golf club basically was. Um, their course creator... Which is in it has always been fantastic since uh, even the original versions. Of it. There's so many different things you can make. You build your own clubhouse to go completely crazy with how you uh, build your course, and then just like was on screen, the new Top Golf, which is massive in America. It's sort of starting to make a big impact over here as well. There's just yeah. a new one opened up in Glasgow. It's um, huge here. There's one down the road from us. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it I, looks I incredible. I didn't realise Top Golf was in it because I was talking to a, a, one of the girls at work. She said, "That's and she loves PJ." And he goes, "Yeah, we we went to Top Golf and then you found it in the games." So I'm like, oh, "Wait, Top Golf is in PJ?" So now I've got to open the boxes and won't actually play it because I'd like to have a go at Top Golf. I fucking love yeah. Top Golf. So it's like I say, the reason I, I jumped in it because the new one's coming out, but still a really great game. It's it's more of a it's more of a purist type one. There's no three click action. There's no like start your swing, stop your swing, hit the ball. You actually have to sort of draw back your stick, and depending on how straight you pull it back, 
and push it uh, forward. They'll dictate how pure you hit the ball. If you deviate slightly, you'll slice it. And then no, that's move, too long. Just do it yeah, basic, so, back and forth. That's what I want to see. If you move, <laughs> once you move up from like standard wow. gear to pro <laughs> to elite, the the amount of dead room that you've got changes. So. With beginner, you can pretty much just go as Ian's saying straight back forward, and it'll just go straight every time. Um, but once you start getting better clubs, they, they give you a risk reward, so you'll hit the ball further, it generates better spin. But if you're even the slightest off center, then it's away the left, away the right. So type you don't it. have to have the you don't have to have that. No, it's it's like it's here, it, it'll reward you because the clubs will hit further, uh, they'll be more accurate, they'll spin better, everything like that. But then they have a higher risk of you slicing it and it going just sideways. Ah, okay, that makes sense then. So it's a um, nice game, really good graphically, like loads of different game modes, including the top golf type idea. Um, and so is, there like a, is there like any storyline to it? Like you know, not a story mode as such. No, there's a career. Um, so like you can you can go through and play different events and try and work your way up and play against like the pros and things like that. It's like the FedEx Cup. Um, stuff like that is in it. They, they don't have, the company, it. No, they don't have the rights to that. That's why I'm so excited for the EA one comeback because they've got them. They've got all the PGA Tour events like the Masters, the US Open, the British Open. They've got everything like that, and they've also got the Ryder Cup on it as well. So that's the reason that I'm super hyped for the next one for EA coming up. And has it got many um, actual golf pros in it, or is they catching? Yeah, like, so like you've seen in the clip, you've got like Woods, you've got a lot of the American superstars. Um, I've not got, like a full list of them there. They've got like uh, a couple of other ones, like so Michael Jordan's one of the people that you can play in it. Um, Michael Jordan. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a what? It's a DLC type thing, but obviously. Oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jordan obviously be massive in his golf. Um, was I think one of the reasons that he put it in it, but there's there's quite a few big names in it. Uh, people who follow golf, you'll recognise like most of them. But was, I his, think was Jordan's golf career any good? I, I know he played for a little while, but not he didn't... professionally. It was not professionally. That was but, that was baseball. He played. Oh, was it baseball? Sorry, it's golf. Oh, yeah. sorry, I thought it was golf. Yeah. You might baseball have had a better chance to golf than baseball. Yeah, because it, it was absolutely terrible. Um... Sylvester Sloan was a more comeback though. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, something a bit different. I've not played a, a golf game in uh, quite a while, so it was quite good just to jump back in and enjoy just the various different courses that they could play on. Nice. Yeah, I've got a bit of a soft spot for some golf games. I enjoyed 2K22, and like I said, got 2K23 sitting up there, just haven't had a chance to start on it yet. But that top golf was sort of luring me in a bit more, a bit more. Uh, Excitedly, however, what I'm not excited about is telling you about a game called Trenches. See, um, now, before you start on this, and only because you put it in the show notes, when I clicked into the trailer for this, I was like, oh, shit, this looks pretty good. And I, then read your wee bit underneath it, and then read your review and went, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> yes. So, please, uh, yeah, obviously, as people will see if they're watching the video, the trailer will start playing perhaps shortly. Um, Trenches is it's pictures like a World War One survival horror type thing where you've got to escape the trenches of of where you are at the minute um and the whole idea is there's like a, a creepy monster uh chasing you and you've got to find i think it's nine crying fetus dolls which is i mean Lovely. weird but whatever uh, and every time you find one the monster gets more aggressive and more more uh difficult to avoid 
Uh, much like, I don't know if you guys played Slender Man before, where you've got to find the yeah, pages in the, the forest and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and as you're walking around, there's various creepy things. Like there's a like a ring girl in the corner who jump at you as you get close or it'll no flash cost. up like disturbing images or... I mean, it uses it, it well. The trait, the blurb anyway, says it uses sort of like images from World War One as well as sort of enhanced, like messed up stuff that to try and scare people. And to give it its credit, the first time was a bit like, Oh, I don't know about this. Like, sort of got me a couple of times with a few jump scares and that. But then when I died, inevitably, I started again, and it just the entire atmosphere is just, just dreadful. Um, the whole idea, like I said, is to find these crying dolls. But half the time you're just walking around in what is basically like Silent Hill fog on turbo mode. So you can't see where you're going. You can't see the, the, the monster. You can hear him, but you can't see him, which again, I suppose is the point, but it's more annoying than scary because I'm trying to find these fucking dolls. And I'm running around and the trenches are all randomized every time you place so it's not like you can like memorize the locations of where you're going or the, the routes you want to go so you'll be running and also dead end okay turn around and there'll be like a little tiny side alley you missed because you couldn't see it because of the stupid fog um the, the character as you run around blinks which again i suppose was supposed to be like oh 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 scary because what if you blink and something you um you know as you open your eyes there's a monster but it's like every 20 seconds and no word of lie i don't know if you guys can watch it, it goes like this it's like on the camera. Slow, slow, slow. It's just tedious and annoying and frustrating. Um, and then, like I said, they flash up images which are not scary, but they're annoying. I'm going to use the word annoying a lot when I talk about this game. Uh, so you enjoy it? Yeah, the jump scares are, are shit. The monster, when you get caught by the monster, is shit. Finding the dolls is shit. Um, the fog is shit and the controls are shit. So, like, it's, it's the first person the game. That, I mean, the, the music is shit as well. And oh. the visuals. But were you scared, though? No. That's the thing. Like I said, the first time, when I, the very first go, I was like, oh, it could be a bit creepy. But then I played it again. I was like, well, no, this is shit because nothing is happening other than attempting to be like, huh, boo, ah. So, yeah, but. That's scared me a little bit. It's. it's, it's, it's it's the wrong side of like a proper horror game like something like outlast is scary because of the atmosphere and you're like well i need to try and get around here whereas this game is like oh i just want to get to the next fucking doll so i can get on and like move on a bit um <laughs> and the like i said the controls like it's first person so when you're trying to look around the dead zone is way too big so if you like push the stick to the right for example you've got to go basically to the end of like how far you can push the stick before we start to turn and trying to like navigate, like looking at the item to pick it up or turn the corner, it was, it's just horrible. And there's nothing about it that's redeeming in any way. Um, in the official screenshots, it looks quite pretty. Like Ross was saying, it looks quite nice. Like the, the fog is way further out in the distance. You can see further. You can. It looks much like higher resolution, better lighting, better stuff. In game, it looks like a fucking PlayStation One game, which I've not <laughs> no problem with, as I'll talk about in a minute with another game. But it's uh, it's just just dreadful. I can't think of any redeeming qualities to it whatsoever, really. It's clearly aimed at people. You know, like you get the streamers who want to play the game where they go, ah, and then they get the, the thumbnail with their face going, ah. Um, that's what, who they're aiming at. And uh, I mean, they haven't done a very good job because there's 10 ton of games out there better than this. Um, so yeah, so that's enough of that shit. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Just don't, don't bother. Trenches. I mean, it is from our friends at Ratalika. 
which is not going to surprise anyone. Ooh. However, stole it off my I did. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I don't play it, but I'll talk about another game of theirs, which I did quite enjoy lately. But Graham, I'm going to get back to you. Yeah. And I want to hear a bit more about uh, FIFA. No, I don't. Oh, one piece of Odyssey. <laughs> have you played I some more? Have, have, you, have you been I enjoying have, it? I have been enjoying it. Um, there, There's sort of still some good and bad with it. I mean, graphically, it's amazing. Music-wise, it's amazing. Um, it's purest to the fact that it's still in sort of Japanese, so it's all sort of subtitles for the English. So I know some people don't prefer that, but I still think it's kind of a bit more truer if it's in sort of the native language, and although it means reading at the same time. But that's it's fun, and it, I mean, I'm, it completed like the first four chapters. I don't know how many there are in total yet, but I mean, you're just exploring the whole different kind of stories, and it takes you place to a memoria, which basically just means it loads up like a whole different story that's happened throughout the series. So you're kind of reliving parts in the series. And so it's good to kind of rewatch some of that through that whilst playing it. So that side of it is awesome. The downside of it is it suffers from some sort of real pacing issues at time. So it has you sometimes sort of running around the map to talk to different people to help develop the story. But even with like running, it's so slow sometimes running through the map. I mean, thankfully, there's some fast travel points that you can use, but sometimes just running on a map is quite sluggish. It can be quite annoying at times, especially when they include certain puzzle elements, which I had to do recently. There's a pass where you have to flip a room around, you have to bounce mirrors sort of to get the light aiming at the right thing, and you have to basically jump around to get to the right spots. But it's just when if you go to the wrong place, and then you have to go all the way back around. Sometimes it can be really annoying pacing wise to run all the way back through again. And the other sort of slow bit is it's the same as sort of any other sort of turn-based battling game like Final Fantasy, etc. Whereas once you sort of seen a fight, if you have to keep having quite frequent fights, it gets a bit tedious to watch the same sort of moves repeatedly in a short space of time. They do have a bit where you can speed up the battling, but it's almost like stop telling me the moves I'm going to use. I know the moves I'm going to use, but every move that you use, it has to say the move and then do the move. It's almost like you need a button to sort of skip that bit. Just just do the move. <laughs> stop telling me every move I'm going to use. It's like, <laughs> yeah. So there's bits they could have done to speed up the battling, especially when there's they can be quite frequently. I mean, you, you don't auto-engage. It's not like Final Fantasy that it just ran encounters. You have to run into the enemy to sort of trigger the battle. So you can, if you're evasive enough, run around them to do it. But um, yeah, it's it's good. Um, I am enjoying it, and I will have my review up at some point this or this coming week for it. But for myself, it's impressive, and I will play it through to completion. Nice. That sounds sounds very interesting. Like I mean, I know you sort of enjoy these sort of Japanese anime games like you played in the past, like the Dragon Ball Z ones, and that's yeah. it's, it's good. That it's, it's not uh... as good as Bleach Naruto, though. Ooh, I mean, we, can, we can get in, we can get into that in the after show if you like. Not that I have much of an opinion on it, but we can go for that. Which you can Attack find on, on patreoncom <laughs> uh, um, Oh, I can rant uh, about this. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we, I'm sure we will. Uh, Ross, uh, let's get back to you very quickly because I want to hear about. Um, another game you've been playing not pokemon please um super liminal have you managed to, to beat it yet 
I think I must be like properly close because I'm starting to get the message that you you spoke about. Yeah, I'm starting to like the 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 invent. We call him the inventor of the company. Yeah, yeah the, the doctor yeah. type idea. Yeah, um, starting to starting to realise like what he's trying to project into the game. Um, but yeah, just some of it's like just really, really intuitive how they've done it. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I, I, I never thought, like, if I had never played the Stanley Parable and seen this game, I would have probably skipped past it. So thank you for putting money on Stanley Parable type idea. Right. Um, but no, I just, I can't believe how much enjoyment I'm getting out of a simplistic little grab, resize, use it to move, or resize it to move it out of the way, or Whatever it may be, there's not it's not overly complicated. But it's such a great wee game. Yeah, it's just like you said, like the way they use what is effectively the same mechanic for whatever four hours. Yeah. It, it's it always feels different. Like yeah, like I said, you're making things bigger, smaller, you're sort of layering things, you're finding different routes you, you know, that you can only fit through when you things are big. Have you done the Bouncy Castle bit yet? It's like a it's like a big castle and then you have to it's sort of in a room that you it's got teleport doors on it and you go through the door and you end up above it and then you can sort of yes yes i have yeah. yes i mean that that one was fucking like how, what how the fuck have oh, yes it's no, just, i think it's just i think the room i was just in that i got stuck on was there's a keyhole and you've got two doors mm. and you have to line one of the doors up in front of the keyhole so that when you walk through one of the doors you're the same height as the keyhole, so you can pass through the keyhole type idea. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's really good how they like they work the mechanics to do it. Yeah, it's 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 such a clever game, and I'm hope, I'm looking forward to seeing if you have the same opinion of the end that I seem to remember having. Like I said, it's been a couple of years since I played it, but um, yeah, really really good game. Very very much enjoying that one. However, Ian, hello, oh, here Ian, we go. Here Ian. We go. Before I get on, to, uh, in fact, no, you know what? I'm going to say that I'm going to I'm going to talk about my other one quickly. And Blum GTA Five is still fucking blah 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 blah. blah. Everyone loves GTA Five. Did the Polito Bay mission fucking excellent? But Chase Static is what I want to talk about. Uh, so this is another Rattle Lucky game, which is a first person horror. All right, so Dan, we're, calm we're, down. What are you doing? We're already we're already sort of keeping on the same track as Trenches, uh, same publisher, same same sort of genre, uh, same sort of style. Uh, but it's fucking brilliant. I loved it. I thought it's excellent. Um, it's a, it's like a first person, not survival horror. It's more of like a psychological horror, but there's elements of survival horror to it. Um, and you sort of explore this little area in, in South Wales, I think it is, where you've got four or five different zones. You've got this little uh, radar gun type thing. It's like a frequency uh, a, a transmitter or something. And as you go around, you have to find echoes of like people from, that were there previously who then tell you the story about some sort of alien uh, and ghostly menace that they're trying to figure out how to harness the power of and stuff. And you've it, the survival element, the survival horror element, so it comes in by finding items that you use in other parts of the map. So you'll find a, a pair of bolt cutters in one area, which will then unlock or cut through a, a gate in another area and keys and batteries and things like that. And the reason I'm only talking about it now because it's been out for a couple of weeks is it did not run at all on the Series X for the first two weeks. It, like it gets to the title screen and just it wouldn't get any further. Um, but it's it's just it's fucking. Oh, I, I thought it was brilliant. Um, 
the, the, the retro style like PS1, Sega Saturn visuals are, are great. And it's sort of, as I said in my review, it kind of enhances the atmosphere because it's not like high high res, like full on realistic visuals. It's there's a lot of like implied stuff because of the limitations of what they present. So there's one bit where there's there's like a guy who's chopped in half on a tree and on the floor, and although it's like covered in red and blah blah blah, it's not like all gristly and horrible. You sort of left to fill in the details yourself, if that makes sense. Like we used to have to do back in there. Um, Mm. And yeah, I I, uh, I I thought it was brilliant. The story is quite interesting, and the way that they use the mechanics, like I said, of, of finding items in different areas and then sort of backtracking to other areas and and using them and getting a bit further and slowly unlocking different parts of each each of the small maps. I, yeah, I thought it was, I really enjoyed it. And by the time you get to the end, again, obviously I'm not going to spoil it, but it was it was a bit obvious where it was going by the time you sort of complete completed a couple of the areas, but it was still handled pretty well and it's pretty interesting there's a couple of different endings you can get depending on what you choose towards that last section as well um the only thing i would have liked to see is a bit more action because there's a at certain points there's like an apparition that chases you but you don't have anything to fight back with and if it catches you it just sort of like floats around your head and then it just disappears and i was expecting more of a like a shit i need to hide from it's like in trenches or something like i need to defend myself or hide or or do something to get rid of it but it just kind of was there and then went away but it was <laughs> 10 times better than trenches <laughs> it was well worth the wait for the bugs to be fixed so i could actually play it Ooh, um, so yeah, so only it, 10 so it, um, i mean i can't remember what i gave it like 7.8 or something but yeah it, it was it was good um and i would highly recommend checking that one out even if you just fancy like a short because it only took about three hours to get through and that was a push because i was sort of there was one bit I got a bit stuck because it doesn't give you any sort of quest log or anything. So I picked up an item like the night before, come back to the next night. And I'm like, the fuck was I doing? So I just ran around for ages trying to remember what the hell I was supposed to be going or, or where I was supposed to be putting the items. Um, but yeah, no, really good. I, I enjoyed it uh, much, much better than the last terrible, terrible game I played. But Ian, Hello. it's time. It's time. Ian, Let's do it. It's time. Please tell me you've been playing a certain video game. That might or uh, you, might not have won Game of the Year, tw- was it 2021, I think it was? You want to keep banging on about it, so I thought, you know what, I fancy new gameplay, that's not Deathloop. Um, yeah. and, <laughs> and I chose the lake, because you would, yes. lake, the lake, lake, just lake, not the lake, lake. lake. And yes, so I thought, you know what, I'll give it a go, Postman Simulator, the lake. It's not a lake, it's an ocean. <laughs> So and first, so first question then, because I missed you last night, but you wouldn't tell me anything about it. How far are you? I'm on day four, so September the fourth. Um, so I did my birthday and then I went to bed. So so far, I've managed to cure a cat. Yep. From an old man, that old man yep. on the screen there, um, and done a few deliveries, met a few people. I'm still trying to find out what year this is set in, unless I've missed it. Um. But, because it's like they've got like DVD, like not DVDs, I, if videos. I remember rightly, it's like early 2000s, I think, or late 90s. I can't remember exactly at this point, but yeah, it's around yeah. that sort of late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, I'm not sure I missed. I might have missed it when I was not paying attention or something. Or, but yeah, you know what? It's it's chilled, oh. very chilled. Like you Carry know, it, it's just you know, it's a bit of fun. You know, it's not it's easy going. There's a few good characters. I'm hoping that you know. The more, the more days go on, you know, because I've only been there for two weeks and I'm then day four. 
So, you know, hoping more characters open up. Yeah. Now, Angie seems quite cool because now she's works the video store. Yes, 1986, uh, I was miles off, but yes. 1986, <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, you know, so far, I can't fold. I, I, I can't fold in three, you can't one over people. But I guess that'll be a weird game if you can't. <laughs> it's not really the point of it, but. Yeah. But it's very chilled, you know. Um, there's no, obviously, no fast travel. There's some fast travel, you know, you can do autopilot every now and again, but it's quite fun. Yeah, I mean, I, it's. You don't have it's to like, some... there's no puzzles, there's no stress. You just put it on, play for a couple of hours or an hour, or whatever, and then for that, yeah, that was enjoyable. Let's play something else. Now. Something, there's, nothing, there's nothing really to overthink or do, it's just follow the story and just talk to people, listen to what they've got to say, deliver through letters, deliver through parcels, and be done. The old have, you met, have you met Robert yet? No, Robert. I haven't met Robert yet. Made the crazy Pete, old lady. Pete has, has a strong opinion of him, I think. Great, what the cat lady? <laughs> crazy cat lady. I've met. I've met someone who works in a shop. A guy that wouldn't speak to you because he's playing video games. Yeah. Um, Angie girl. And that's about it so far. Have I met anyone else? No one else. Oh, and the old lady in the shop. In the, in the diner. Yeah. Mo. Yeah. Maureen? Mo. Yeah. Mo. Yeah. 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 So yeah, she yeah, was yeah. Cool. So, There's only a couple more characters to be honest, but they all. Yeah, I won't spoil anything, obviously, but yeah, it's uh, it's good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I, I was very happy to see you playing this last night. Um, yes. Yeah, I thought I'd give it a go. You know, it's yeah, it's what I, went to, I didn't want something. I assume it's nothing that's just stressful. Not it's just very easy going. You know, when you want to maybe like an hour of just chilled out playing the game, listen to a story, a bit like a choose your own adventure where you don't really do much. You just listen to the storyline, go along, and then pick a few choices. Whereas this one, you're just you drive a car for a bit or a truck mail truck should i say for a bit yeah. and then this is the storyline pick a few choices of what you want to say i'm not too sure if the choices i say matter or it's just your personality I hasn't really made that clear yet yeah. um does it uh the, to an extent yeah i mean there's different endings you can get but i don't think um what you choose up until the final day affects what options are, are available to you i don't think um mm. Because uh, yeah, I won't I won't say much more than that. But Imagine it's more it's more filling I, in the blanks really than yeah. Than, From what I get, I'm guessing where the two endings are going to go. The endings are going to go, should I say? Mm. Um, but we'll see what happens. And the most important part yet? Why well, should I ask that? No, cool. I'll save that. I'll save that for next week. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Hopefully, we play some more. Um, and I'll try uh, and complete this week. I'm not, yeah, I'm not I, I can ask you my question next week because. You know, there was a particular moment in one of the like end of day bits where I was like, "This is my game of the year, definitely," and it just went back up, up from there. But I'll uh, I'll wait to ask you when you get. Was there. it the dubstep um, bit? Yeah, yeah. When they <laughs> yeah the 1986 dubstep, they started whipping it out as she's driving around, but you know she's banging out the post vans bouncing and. She's just <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I'm glad to hear you you're playing a bit of Lake. We all love a bit of Lake here. Um, anyone else? got anything on their list here that i'm looking down that they specifically want to talk about or should we uh should we move on from here i can no, put no. you in the poker decks nice no i said that it'd be interesting so i meant to i've got, <laughs> well. got four to go i've got to get gold deno because i'm involved to look at coins oh, hate and, that one and then three more legendaries so i'm laser collecting the stakes so I got four oh yeah that was the, that was the last the ones i did was the fucking stakes in the ground yeah i haven't bothered yeah. doing that yet 
So, so I won't get caught uh, anyway, then I'll do the rest. I have to ask I'll a question, amazing. Ross. Not that I necessarily know, understand, or I'm aware of what this means, but you've completed the Pokedex. Yep. So is that you done with the game, or is yep. that you just done with that part and you've got to move on from there? So the only other the only other things right now for them to do is there is like an after after game tournament type idea where you can just use it to get loads of money, uh, loads of sort of experience and stuff like that. And then there is shinies, so you can go and collect like shiny variants of the Pokemon that you've already got, which are super desirable. There's online modes that you can sort of participate in and then the other ones are the terror raids so a lot limited, of them yeah raids. limited time events where you can get like if you if you're battling on like a five six or even like a seven star raid the pokemon's stats so not all pokemon are the same so if you've got two pikachus for example and one of them's got okay stats one of them's got amazing stats that one will hit faster hit harder take less damage yeah so if they were basically level 100 but one was okay one was amazing there'd be different like tiers and how good they are the pokemon you get from these raids are always like amazing they've always got like either three or four ivs individual uh, values that they're called um they always have like three or four perfect versions of them. So they're really good to have in your team if you want to try and do it competitive. But to get them, it's, it's a full-blown raid. You need to sort of... You can't just pick your favourite Pokemon and go and fight. You need to really... You need to EV train them. Yeah, you need, to tra- you need to train your, like, the most flexible type Pokemon. So you want to, like, get ones that take very limited damage off the most types of... Um, uh, the most element types, for example. So you want like one that doesn't take much from water, electric, ground, etc. But does a lot of damage to those ones. Then you want them to have like hidden abilities. So there's certain Pokemon, for example. So like, the next one that's due to come out is it's rumored to be a Greninja, which it's was not really confirmed. Is it confirmed? So I hadn't seen it was confirmed. So he's a water type, but he's terror type is going to be poison. So you right. want one that won't take like so. There's certain Pokemon that has an ability called Water Absorb. So they don't take damage for water attacks, which would be perfect to go and face him because then it limits the amount of moves that he can use against you. So then if you then get like a Pokemon that's got that that also doesn't take a lot of damage for poison, it's the perfect Pokemon to use for this raid. So that's the end game type idea, the sort of the grind that you need to develop all your Pokemon for and then get ready for the DLCs that are due to come out. So one thing I've done, which is... I say sad, but not sad. Is I bought a turbo controller for. I got it. I got so, the Nori, the Nori yeah, Joy Cons, yeah. and it's got a turbo button. Like, yes. So one thing you need to do is you do know the tournament you're talking about. Done it. So what you do is what I used was Flutter Main level yep. hundred. I EV trained it, gave it yep. Moonblast, and just basically let it run for a couple hours. You walk up to the person that starts the tournament, you hit A, you hit Turbo, so it just keeps hitting A, yep. you make sure that moves at the top of your list, and you walk away. And all it does is it pretty much one-shots most of the things that are in the thing. You come back, you collect your money, it starts talking to them again, goes through the next set of opponents, you collect your money, your experience, you go again. Once you've done it and you're all Pokemon running up to level 100, you swap out that five, put in another set of five that you want to get to level 100, blast it all again. I'm sure we had a game where you didn't play it and you it leveled up. Yeah, I swear you couldn't add Pokemon to the team though. I swear you had to do it only on its own. 
Oh, I'm thinking. No, I'm thinking the coins. That's what is your purse, and then you go and buy all your. Yeah, because what I did was I just helps. had Butter Main on his own, give it Amulet coin, so it gets double the amount. Double the money. And then I just left him on his own in the party, level hundred. Evie trained it with defense and special attack, gave it Moon Blast, and then just sat there and he hasn't just just won. I've won like six million, which means I can then buy the medicines to EV train them quicker. All the herbs the and the, have you done the power have you done all the power equipment? Remember we got Xbox Tavern after dark, yeah? Yeah, I was yeah. say you're regretting this asking that question, John. But the thing is you don't I did it to start with, but now I don't need it because I've got six million. I could just Yeah, just buy, buy the stuff. Buy the stuff for it. Well, I'm glad you guys are enjoying playing Pokemon by not playing Pokemon, as you did playing enjoy playing Forza by not playing Forza. Um, uh, Graham, you got anything else you want to bring up quickly, or, or should we move on to? Uh, well, do you want to ask a question about Marvel, James, just to see a look of regret on your face? <laughs> Absolutely not. I've learnt my lesson. <laughs> Never asking any question. Is fuck Elden Ring. I'm stuck. I can't beat this boss. Toys will truly hurt the problem. Fuck it, like these two gargoyles yeah. pissing me off. I can't even get one. I get one of them. I get one of them near down. The other one comes on, whips my ass, and just. But no, I think it's, I'm determined to beat these two fucking gargoyles. Apparently, I don't even need to kill him to place the game. So, but I'm stuck. I don't know where the fuck to go next. So. <laughs> you can have one happy anecdote about it, Jay. The the only thing on is the fact that the team of the year is team out. of the year i saved up 200 packs for it and i didn't get Fuck one. all <laughs> oh no god none that's yeah. fucking shit. Look, so for, for the layman for me yeah. for example what the fuck is team of the year and what are you on about packs the second best cards that you can get yeah. in the game so they're like super beefed up cards like getting one of these is almost like having an extra kind of boost to your team that basically can swing games in your favor but um yeah they're basically the best 11 players that have played throughout the last sort of year they voted on by everyone that plays the game to see who are the best 11 out of the nominees and that's who gets makes available in the packs and just like with typical ea you get packs by doing objectives or you can spend money on them and i saved up about 150 of them and then got an extra 50 on top of that still no money involved and dear didn't get a thing um, other than enough spare crap to sort of fill out some of the other challenges so i did manage to get a few other decent cards out of it but just no team of the years well let's I wait mean, for team always, of the season next time yeah always next time always next time um right cool Any, anything else uh ross ian graham no, no. I, I've been. I, I can't talk about it yet. I've been playing another game the last couple of nights, which I'm very much enjoying. But I look forward to telling you all about that shortly. Um, you will get get someone else on there to talk about it as well. But it might we as well be adapted, so I can't talk. We should we should move on from there. Um, reviews we've got on the website. You can check them out on xboxtavern.com. Uh, as I said, my chase and static one is up. My trenches one is up. I know which one I'd r- rather you read, but I mean. You can read both of them if you'd like. That'd be wonderful. Um, just don't play trenches because it's just for the shit. hatred that you make. Yeah, on it. yeah. I mean, I was pretty nice to it in the review, but I, I could have been a lot harsher. But uh, it's not good. And Darkwood reviewed by Daniel, uh, ladies' favorite. He, he whipped out a review early in the year. Uh, it's like a top-down, I think, survival horror type game. His videos, uh, his YouTube review, sorry, is up now. So go check that one out. And as Graham said, is there's one piece, one up. Ian's working on one. I've got 
a couple on the go, I think. And Ross is, I mean, Ross is Ross. So, we're, hey, we're, I've given you something to put on. Yeah, only two attempts to say that. Yeah. Um, so yes, we'll have we'll have something up from Ross uh, this week. I don't think I'll get a chance to do it tonight, but um, yeah. So that's that. But if you don't want to read our reviews, which I mean you should do, obviously because they're wonderful. Everyone's wonderful on Xbox Tavern over at xboxtavern.com. But you can uh, check out things coming to Xbox's Game Pass, which apparently is the best deal in game, and I'm not sure if anyone's ever mentioned that before. Um, and Ross, would you like to tell us what we can or cannot play? I shall. Do. We've not got much, well, much more left to come this month. Uh, we just got Monster Hunter Rise, which I see has got a lot of people sort of saying, "Oh my God, I've never played a Monster Hunter game, and now that this is a Game Pass, I've had a chance, and oh, it's so amazing!" And yeah, it's probably would be me if I hadn't seen some people have played that game for like four and a half, five thousand hours, and I don't mm-hmm. have that lifestyle anymore that I can afford to throw that <laughs> time into that sort of game. Where everything is about min maxing and customization, and yeah, I've not got that sort of time. Yeah, one it's... one of the guys I used to know when I worked up north, um, he he was also a reviewer for another site, and he would he said he reviewed it on PS four when it came out, or no Switch sorry when it came out. He reviewed it on PC, and he's going to review it again when it came out just the other day. And he's put in over the three different versions. He's put in thousands of hours on that yeah. and the DLC and everything. He's like, I don't know if I can do it again, but I'm going to have to. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it looks like, the yeah. games look beautiful, and I've played. I can't remember the last one that came, or not the last one, because I can't remember how many iterations of it. One of the ones that came to Xbox, and it had like the co-op experience and stuff in it. Yeah. And I played that for maybe 15, 20 hours, and it was brilliant. And you can get hooked in it, but yeah, no, sack, sack them. I think you need to put into that to properly get everything out of it. I did consider um, mention it for uh, Project Game Pass, but I think that's one that's way out of our league. So. Yeah. Um, Age of Empires 2, Definitive Edition. Uh, these are the ones that are still to come out the rest of the month. That's uh, January 31st on console and cloud. And then two other ones, um, Inclinati, which is a, how did they describe it? A ink, ink puzzler is how they described it as. Which yeah, I think automatically it, made me think it's Splatoon for some reason, but it's got a sort of similar art style to Pentiment, but it's yeah. a like a turn turn based like role playing fighting games. I don't know. Yeah, again, the art style completely put me off. Not for me at all. But so that's January thirty first as well on console and PC, and another one that's released it is to be announced on console is RoboQuest. Nice. So a couple of decent games there to check out potentially. And obviously February, like we said, we've got things coming up like Atomic Art and I'm sure there'll be 10 tons of other things announced on Wednesday. Um, but Ian, it's not good news. Obviously, things leave. Is there anything that's left or is still to leave, sorry, this month, I should say? Uh, yes, yeah, so we have a couple of games leaving this month. Actually, quite a lot of quick completions leaving this month. So it is the following. We have blah, 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 blah. Um, I've lost my page. <laughs> oh. Good job, Ian. <laughs> the page is Donut leaving County is leaving. I know Donut Country's Donut Country, Country, Donut County, County, County. Yeah. County. That's leaving. Oh, there we go. Found the page. It is. We'll get there when it loads the page. Uh, Telling Lies, Worms, WMD, and Taiko no Taijitsu, the Drum Master. Fantastic game, that last one. I was going to say, one of your game of the years from last year. Um, telling lies, I really should have got back to that. I don't think I'm going to eat it at this point. Uh, yeah, I did it, and I was like, I got to the point where I was like, I need to walk through for this because I got bored. Yeah, I, I think I sh- the, the thing I struggle with them games, like Immortality, I want to start, but I know I'm going to struggle with that. Is it's not just 
like the Wales interactors where you're making choices, you got to pay super close attention. You got to do a lot of digging, and although it sounds yeah, remembering I just what don't to have say the time, yeah, at the minute to get into that sort of thing. Um, no. Yeah, so th- yeah, things are leaving. Obviously, we get many more games announced probably on Wednesday to come into Game Pass and and, and sort of the week after. But Graham, yes. games with gold. Everybody loves a bit of free games. There's still some decent games that are coming up that you can pick up for free if you even if you don't want to play them right now. What would they be, please? You have Iris Fall, which is available until January the 31st, and you now have Autonauts from January 16th to February the 15th. Nice. Yeah, go check them out. Again, if you've got games of gold or if you've got Xbox Live, go uh, gold ultimate, whatever it's called. Game Pass, that's the one. I mean they're free, you might as well redeem them and then you can play them at your leisure. Uh, but but if that's uh, everything we've got to talk about, I think that's uh, another podcast podcasted. Boom. It is. Success. That's Thank you very much, gentlemen, for joining me once again on Sunday night at 8 p.m. Yes. Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern 104th. Um, you can find us, as Ross said, up top. All sorts of social places. Just search Xbox Tavern, Discord, uh, Patreon, TikTok, all that sort of fun stuff. Um, we've still got plenty of stuff going up on various places. And... Um, you can follow follow us at Xbox Sam on Twitter. You can follow me on Xbox or Twitter at Enaxan. You can follow Graham at Graham Reaper, Ross at Scottish Groff, and Ian at Nutty Ray W R A Y. Thank you very much. We'll uh, we might see you on Wednesday. If not, we'll see you next Sunday for more chatter and reactions to the Xbox d- Developer Underscore Direct Showcase. And um, yeah, have a wonderful week, everybody. Be good to each other. Love you. Bye. Uh, you said thank you. Thank you for the dubstep. R- and remember, we'll always like the way. All you have to do is let John Cena in. Let me in.